Good morning, everybody. Uh, Walt Hartnett from the Pennsylvania VFW podcast coming to you from uh, the big green couch. Just wanted to give a quick intro to these uh, audio clips and these videos that you're about to see. Um, four out of the six OTIs are now complete. Um, the two left are going to be in the uh, western zone. Um, the videos I'm going to show you today are from the third OTI that was in uh, Ben Salem VFW on August 21st. The two clips um, are kind of significant because they're, they're, they were important instruction that came out and things that you don't always hear um, from the, the state leadership or national leadership. Um, the first one is from the chaplain, Peter Hook. Um, and if everybody's heard, heard Peter talk, he can talk to you about chaplain life and what it means to serve and, you know, the ministry and all these things that he finds very important to him. Um, and he goes into that. It's a quick five minute clip, but he talks about things, you know, practices that he did. Um, and more than just his origin story, which we've heard, all heard a lot of, but he really goes into, um, what it means to be a chaplain for the VFW. Um, so it's really important that it goes beyond just the ritual prayers, you know, that they read uh, during the meetings. The second one was kind of, uh, you know, something we weren't expecting. Um, so we had a surprise guest, uh, the National Junior Vice Commander, Dwayne uh, Saramento, um, stopped by. Um, you know, he, uh, came in and as great as it is here to hear him, you know, make fun of and, and pick on, you know, fans to, that do not, you know, wear the Kelly and green and aren't Eagles, you know, uh, fly Eagles fly, you know, make fun of those, uh, other sports cities. Um, the one thing that was really standing out to me is how he even found out to come by, um, 15 minutes before the OTI, I went live, um, uh, just wanted to show the crowd, wanted to show what we have. It's something I do at my VFW a lot before I have an event. I'll go live for five minutes because if people are just sitting around on their couch scrolling on Facebook and they see that live notification, they see something's going on down at the VFW and they're not doing anything or they may, they forgot about it. It gives them that quick reminder. Oh yeah, there's something there going on now. Um, let me put my shoes on and go head on over. So I usually do it. Um, it was the first time I did it on the state page. It was something different for me, but I did it. Um, but Dwayne saw it, you know, and Dwayne lives 30 minutes from where we were doing the OTI in Ben Salem. So he had no idea on Saturday that there was an OTI going on 30 minutes from his house. But sitting around on Facebook, his wife was out of town. He had nothing going on. And uh, he saw the video and he said, you know, I'm going to head on over. I'm going to go check out what they're doing because that's that's the power of this VFW is that we share information. And so for him to come over and get part of the Pennsylvania OTI, something that he can take back to New Jersey. Hey, this is something I heard over in Pennsylvania. This is pretty cool. This is something they're implementing. We got to share information. That was the thought of this whole podcast. That was the 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 thing that I would go to VFWs and learn more. And I, I realized these stories have to be pushed out further. So it was pretty cool. I was really excited about it. And it's a short two minute thing where he just comes up. He didn't want to take us too far off the schedule. You guys know Dwayne, he'll, he'll talk, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll give you everything about the VFW, but he, uh, just pretty much stayed in the back of the room and listened and, you know, talked to everybody one-on-one, um, that wanted to, you know, get, get some time with them. So it was pretty cool. Um, so this is all it is. Um, it's a quick, probably be a 10 minute podcast with my little rant going on right now. And, uh, hope you all enjoy it. Hey, one thing I wouldn't ask, give a rating and review. Um, the more this podcast gets rated and reviewed, the higher we go up on the charts, the more it gets downloaded. Share it on your Facebook pages. Share it on your BFW pages. Um, 
but really trying to get this information out. Um, we don't want to hold it off from anybody who doesn't need it. Um, so share it out and we really hope it grows as we continue to go. There'll be more videos from this OTI. I've pretty much recorded the whole thing, um, but I'm going to give it to you in little pieces uh, over the next couple of weeks. All right, thanks. Okay, at this time, I would like to bring up our department uh, chaplain, Peter Hook. Well, your chaplain does more than read the ritual prayers. If you haven't heard that, I want to say it again. Your chaplain does more, should do more, than read the ritual prayers. A number of years ago, I visited a post. Got there just a few minutes early. Saw the chaplain. Went up and introduced myself, and I said, how long have you been chaplain at this post? He said, 15 years. I said, 15 years? I said, what do you do as a chaplain? He said, besides coming to the post meeting, nothing. I said, nothing? No, I said, I never come to the post, except the post meeting. You don't go to the post? No. How about a funeral? You ever go to a funeral? No, don't do a funerals. I went to the post uh, commander, I said, hey, commander, you got a chaplain that's been here for 15 years, doesn't do anything but read the ritual prayers. I said, that can't continue. When I became chaplain of 6393 a number of years ago, I wasn't a part of the VFW or any service organization. I got into 6393 because they needed medical attention. So when I became chaplain of the post, first thing I did, I said to myself, gee, what does a post chaplain do? Then I put together, I didn't even know there was a ritual or a manual. Just at home I said, well, I do the same thing I did at the congregation. I had churches. I'm there to minister and to serve comrades. So the first thing I had to do was start showing up at the post because I had to get to know my congregation. For years I was in various congregations as a minister I was also at the um, university, Karen University. And so what I did, I said that, geez, I now have a congregation of comrades, but I gotta get to know them. So I started showing up at different times. I got the 11 o'clock crowd, the two o'clock crowd, the four o'clock crowd. So I, I stagger, I tell my wife, I'm, hey, I'm gonna go to the office. I go out to the post, just to get to know the veterans. And over time, that happened. But what do I do as a chaplain? I nurture the living. As I get to know the people, I become friends with them, they become my friends. And life has ebbs and flows. And so whatever they're going through, whether it's an enjoyable thing or a sad thing, I'm there to be with them, encourage them, help them, nurture them. So I nurture the living. If somebody begins to die, I care for the dying. And then you honor the dead. At the post meeting, if we had somebody died during that week or that month, at the end of the month, when we were or the next post meeting, if they died during the month, at the next post meeting, at the end of the meeting, 
<clears throat> Russ would always say, Chaplain Hook, and I'd stand up, I'd say a little bit about the person, maybe read a little bit about the obituary, and then we had the uh, bugler play taps. So we honored the dead there. As a district, you do that yearly. You hold a memorial service. So we nurture the living, we care for the dying, and we honor the dead. I'm here to help you in your post, anything that comes up. If you have a speaking engagement, memorial service, or something you need help in planning, I'm here to help you. If your chaplain is not doing more than reading the ritual prayers, please, let's get in contact and I'll help them understand how they really should function. Now, together, you provide an atmosphere that is inviting where every person in your post feels valued and respected and welcome. I can walk into a post and within 30 seconds I'll tell you whether that is a post I want to return to or not. When they feel valued and respected, there's a synergy that happens that just explodes. So I'm here to help you in any way possible. Thank you, Commander. Thank you. I, want, I told Glenn I want to surprise you. Oh, you did. <laughs> Comrades, who does your Facebook Live? That's how I do this. Who's on Facebook Live going? That's how I do this. I only live literally across from the airport in Jersey. I live about three miles north of the Cabo Barry. So it took me about 35 minutes to be here. It's a nice home game. I'm glad we we're just outside the great northeast, and I know mostly everybody in here is Phillies fans, or and Eagles fans, with the exception of him, <laughs> him, <laughs> him. So feel free to egg your car when they leave. <laughs> Philly fashion. Philly fashion. Comrades, thank you. I just uh, be brief. I'm actually here on a learning. Uh, New Jersey also has OTI, and I know you guys have several ones around the state, and I just want to see how, you know, part of Pennsylvania does it, and maybe bring that back to New Jersey. So, I don't want to take up, I know you got a full schedule, I know I surprised you, Master Chief, and I apologize. No, that's okay. But, comrades, thanks for everything you do in this organization. I mean, it's a testament to how many people we have here, and I was talking to Glenn in the back, and uh, Reverend Hook, and he said, you know, the last one was over 100, and this one's over 100. Outstanding. It means you care. It means you care about the mission of veterans of our way forward. It means you care about the communities that you represent. So, thank you so much, and, uh, not that cowboy fan. Is that Dallas? Uh, no, it's not Dallas. <laughs> <laughs>